Welcome once again to Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End Chat. Everything about Glasgow's West End. My name's Jim Byrne and the Pat in the title is Pat Byrne. And this is episode 29. This is the uh, What's Pat Been Up To episode. And it's a good one. No point me telling you what's in it because Pat's going to tell you. So before we get there, can I just remind you to subscribe if you've not already subscribed. Uh, give us a, send us a comment, get in touch. We really would like to hear from you. And what else? That's more or less it. Uh, have a look on iTunes and on the Podbean website for past episodes. We are, as I say, we're now up to episode 29. Half of those episodes are interviews with local West End folk and they're all incredibly interesting, so you should check them out. Okay, enough of that. Let's find out what Pat's been up to. Okay, Patricia. Hi, Jim. It's James. A, another. <laughs> James today. Another episode of Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End chat, and this is the "What's Pat Been Up To" part. Okay. Okay. So, I've got the list. You've got the weird tea thing in your hand. Don't ask me what it's called. What's it called? Um, Matty Tea. Matty Tea. From um, Paraguay. Right, and where did you get that? How did you find out about that? Um, It's a guy I see on Facebook and um, he he had given it to Should His Wee Boy Tea. It's a lovely wee wee wooden cup. So it looks like a big seed pod or something? Or is it no? Is it like actually I made it? It's just fashioned. I think it's wood. Right. It might be. I don't know. Anyway, a lot. What I love is the straw, the metal straw, with the strainer part. I think that is a fantastic invention. So I just put the tea leaves in. Right. And I put warm water, and um, almost boiling a wee drop of honey, and some lemon juice. It's dead, dead refreshing. And I feel it's doing me good. If people were to try and find that on the internet, how do you think they would find that? Mate, M-A-T-E, Mate T. Mate T, okay. You're now the experts in the West End when it comes to Mate T. <laughs> <laughs> okay, beyond the Mate T, uh, now you've got word jazzology here. Did we not speak about that last week? No. No, I couldn't. Mm. We didn't speak about it last week because mm. I hadn't been there. I maybe said I was going. Oh, right. Okay. Okay, we better tell them about it. So I went. Yeah, it was an event organised by Maggie Gibson down in Babbage Bowsters in the Merchant City. So it was um, spoken word, music, and comedy. So I quite fancied it, but particularly because Pauline Lynch was part of it. So uh, I hadn't seen Pauline for a wee while. Pauline's one of the writers in Ten Writers Telling Lies. So I wanted to catch up with Pauline Mm -hmm. and I thought she lives down in Bigger, so I thought she was coming up to Glasgow. It would be quite good to um, 
interview Pauline for the podcast. Yep. So I did that. Yes, you did, I. And you probably the reason it's ringing bells with you as well is because you put that podcast out on Thursday. I did, I. Or Friday. So that, that's maybe what you're thinking of. Which was a good one, but noisy, mind you, but a good, a good podcast. It's very, very difficult trying to get a place to record. We actually went upstairs in um, Café Gandolfi because I thought it would be quieter. But there was music um, up there. Then we came back down and they put the music on downstairs as well. But I asked them to turn that off. But what it is, obviously there are people sitting round about you and then they're doing dishes and putting out cutlery and whatnot. So there's a, there's a bit of a clatter going on. I mean, it's very, very difficult to find a place. I mean, I don't know how many places I've been to now, to um, Oren Moor, to Café um, in Anisland, Brewdog, um, sat in the Kibble Palace. I just can't, can't think anywhere. Yeah, the Kibble Palace is probably the quietest one you went to. But uh, the rest of them, I reckon. <laughs> but from time to time, there was a, you can't control the noise in the Kibble Palace because it can be very quiet. Then somebody can get past with kids. Yeah, or, yeah, I know I remember. Um, yeah. you know, so you, don't, you, you just can't control what's um, going on. Uh, and upstairs in the chip um, as well. So if anybody can think of anywhere nice and, and quiet that you could... David Belcher, did you did you do David Belcher? Uh, that uh, but David uh, took me to his house yeah, and well, that was fantastic. Yeah, that's ideal. Because uh, and and this week, um, Alistair Braidwood is coming up here, so I'm going right. to interview. So yeah, Alistair Braidwood's coming onto the podcast. Yeah, uh huh. So that'd be good. Um, who's Alistair Braidwood for those that Alistair's never heard him? from does the fabulous Scots Wee podcast, and he was such a great help to us with. Um, ten writers telling that right. lies. People might might also know him because he hosts events and uh, the people ask him to um, be the person to compare. Com- uh huh. If they're um, performing, it is uh, absolutely excellent. And also he puts out his own podcast from Scots where he covers all sorts of cultural things. You know, music, um, books, all sorts of events. It's so so busy, and. I mean, I've chatted to him before. He's already on the site as one of Glasgow writers. So I've chatted to him before, and he's dead interesting. So he's going to come here, so that'll be be quite But anyway, it was great to see Pauline and catch up with her and all that she's been up to. I mean, she's she's a smashing writer, and um, so that was great. She's an actress, an actor as uh well. Yeah, she was in in train spotting. She was Lizzie. In train spotting, you know, smashing character, and um, her her acting is very very useful when she's um, you know reading because she did the she read from a book Armadillos, so she did it all in a Texan accent. Yeah, we, seen, we were at the lunch on that. Yeah, we went down to Bigger for the lunch. So it was anyway. That was great to catch up with Pauline. Then I met her um, wee boy Vince again, her partner Robin. Went round to the event. I don't think I'd ever been in Babbity Bowser's before in the Merchant City. I've, I, I know I've often put up events. It's lovely. 
Where is it? It's in, um, oh gosh, it's just round from Albion Street up, going up towards um, uh, Ingram Street. What was the name? I can't remember the name of the street. It's a wee wee tiny short street. Um, maybe it's Wilson, I'm not sure. It's a wee short street um, just between um, Albion Street and High Street, I think. And it's lovely. It's really, really nice. And it was a smashing event. Um, the, I mean, Pauline was smashing. I'm not a huge fan of poetry, but I really... Maggie Gibson was terrific. I, lo- I really love her poems. She's dead talented. And her um, partner, Ian McPherson, he's a comedian. He's also a writer. He was very funny. And then they had this brilliant music... And again, I knew this person, Christine Beauville, because she she's pretty well known. She does all the Edith Piaf numbers. Really? She sings in French. And I'd, I'd put up um, often events on the website that she was performing in. Somehow, it just it wasn't something that really, really appealed to me. But she's terrific. I mean, she is just... And she had a accordion player with her... Um, Harry Hussey, very elderly man, and a green pointer guitarist. The music was great. It was absolutely smashing. She's a brilliant singer. So I enjoyed that so much. And I just went myself. Um, well, I was meeting Pauline, but she was performing. And then, um, but every day it was a great atmosphere because people, the people next to you were all saying hi and all that in between. Good, it's good. Good, you're part of the community. <laughs> I, I, really, I really had a great time. <laughs> okay, you've got Oren Moore and Graham. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I about? went along to meet um, Graham McCree Burnett, the writer, and um, really for a podcast. So it's a great we catch up with them. Um, so interesting, all has been happening with them. Only to discover that um, I did it on my phone. It hadn't been recording. Anyway, that was a, a bit of a disaster. Graham was dead, dead nice about it. Um, and I'll, I'll meet him again. Mm. We, we could have done it again there and then, but it would, would have, it wouldn't have been. It would have lost its spontaneity. Um, and also, um, I'm in the middle of reading his latest book, Accident on A35. So I'll have finished that by the time I meet him. Right. Yeah, it's it's a shame in that. I mean, it's mega upsetting, but it happens, I suppose. It happens to everybody. I mean, I've listened to quite a few podcasts and there's always always a story at some point where they've interviewed somebody and the technology's not worked and they haven't got the interview. Well, remember the first time um, I did Michaela Foster Marsh? Somebody phoned me. That's right. And it cut it off. That's right. so now uh, anybody I think is likely to phone me, I text them beforehand yeah. to um, say that I'm, I'll get in touch with them, that I'm, I'm doing something. Anyway, I, I, f- I, felt, I felt absolutely rotten because he's dead dead busy and gave up his time to come and see me and that was a pest. But he, he I mean... It's getting on absolutely great, you know. It's it's fantastic. It's done so well. So I'll catch up with him him soon, and then um, I'm looking forward to seeing Alistair this Friday. Okay.
Uh, where are we? You, well, when I came in today, <laughs> you were glowing. Yeah. Because you told, well, you know, you need to tell me, obviously, I could tell. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I'm saying, true. Do you notice anything different about me? Because you'd <laughs> had a facial. Like when I got my new specs, and I said, do you notice anything different about me? You said, did you get your hair cut? Did I say that? Or something like that. And I said, no, do you notice anything different about me? And then you're looking at me and looking at me, no. I've got new glasses. Anyway, it's somebody called Rianne. Rianne, Rianne. Does she come here? You, no, no, yeah. I went there. Jim, you know, remember the day we were out and, and along at Kelvin Bridge and we crossed the street because we noticed the beautiful new place that's all blue and... Oh, aye, aye, the blue door or something. The blue door, so blue, 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 blue door. door. So, um, and we went across to see what it, what it was like, so, um, or what it was. So it's a um, beautician mm-hmm. and um, they sell their own products. It's got a kind of Moroccan theme. It's got all those lovely mosaic tiles, do you right, remember? Right. I think you took a really beautiful photograph. Actually. Just the outside, I think, from the other side of the road. I'm not been in it. Oh, it's beautiful. It's absolutely lovely. You still need some signs up because mm-hmm. I pass it regularly and you still wouldn't know what it was. There's no one actual sign up that says what it is. I mean, she needs to get the marketing sorted, I think. Yeah, you could easily take it for a wee cafe or something. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's the the um, they got in touch with me to see if it, it's owned by um, it's a kind of family business. So Natalie and someone else, I'm not sure who it is, is the owner. And then the other sister, Rianne, is the beautician who works there. So they got in touch with me to say, um, would I like to come and have a complimentary facial? So I went today and, oh my goodness, it was so good. I fell asleep and I know I'm inclined to do that. Me. <laughs> I know I'm. <laughs> I mean, I'm just very um, open to... Um, Relaxation. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is it to do? I mean, what is a facial? Well, they they kind of put products on your face of so um, you sort of lying or sitting in a relaxing seat. You lie flat out that. in your back, and um, so it's a kind of like massage of your mm-hmm. um, a head massage and um, cleanse and. Um, exfoliation and um, moisturising so it takes about an hour right. and um, so every so time it's done you're in a different world altogether yeah yeah I mean it's really, it was great I mean they're you know they're, they really know what they're doing and I, I would definitely um, recommend it to anybody it was lovely and the place is so nice and the products feel lovely they feel lovely and the smell lovely, they make all their own stuff so um, I, you could have different there are different options but I said no, I like the relaxation one so it was all kind of like lavender smells and I, I just loved it so we'll going back at some point I think ah, I definitely will go back mm-hmm. yeah. very, well very worth nice. it I would say 
Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, I, I've not had a lot of facials. I think I've probably had about ten in my whole life. But um, so it's not something that I, um, I've got loads of experience of. But um, I would say that was, um, that was fabulous. Good, good. And then you went to the Caledonian bookshop. Oh yeah, that well, I popped over to Caledonian bookshop, so I got a picked up an Alice Munro book. I've forgotten already what it's called, but I know I've not read it. I love Alice Munro. So um, that's a great bookshop. It's, um, you could lose yourself in there for a while. Mm-hmm. It's been there for forever, all the second-hand books. Yeah, that's the one in Kelvin Bridge now. Kelvin Bridge, Kelvin Bridge yeah. Bridge, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. So then I walked along and I went into um, the Glasgow Vintage shop, also oh, yeah. Kelvin Bridge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what I really like in there are the cashmere's. I've got quite a few. I think the, they're about £15. Well, considering a cashmere um, jumper or cardigan can cost anything like from about £80 up to 200 or so. They have, they have um, Some of the ones that you, you would get, maybe in Marks and Spencer's or whatever, but they've also got these lovely ones that you get in the borders, you know. Scots and you know, very old, real vintage cashmere. Right. Um, well, I didn't. I didn't buy one one today. It's um, you don't really feel like buying a cashmere in, in the summertime. But I, I, if I'd seen something that absolutely grabbed me, I would have got it. They've always got a good uh, window display. That's lovely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody very artistic doing it. I don't know if it's something to shop or whether it's something to bring in, but they do a good job. Yeah. Mary, um, I think it's Gavin or Mark, I can't remember the guy's name, but Mary, his um, wife, um, I think they're back now, they went over to New York for with their family, right. got two kids, for a, a year or so, I think they're back. She was on my writer's group at one point. Oh, right. Or the one at uh, the evening class? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really, both um, really, really nice. It's a lovely shop. It's beautiful. I mean, there's some fabulous bargains. I get to be real outside, with um, really lovely things on. Some of them were only a tenner. Well, but people should get in and have a have a look. It's nice. Good. I mean, the vintage shops are good to have in the West End. I mean, I don't. You know, obviously, I don't spend much time in them, but mm-hmm. they add a bit of character. You know. There's Something quite nice about them, and it's a wee world. Yeah, I miss vintage Guru, you know, in Bar's Road. Remember, they were so good as well. Yeah, they they loaned us stuff for our launch for the. uh, What was it we were watching? It was the Bear Pit Brothers. Oh, the Bear Pit Brothers. Yeah, that's right. It's the kind of 50s, 60s. That's right, we did a 60s theme sort of thing. And yeah, they, they loaned the, us some things. Well, they gave me the mannequin and everything. Remember, that's right, so remember she was sitting in the house. Yeah, that's right. We gave her a name. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, that's great. And she did a lovely fifty dress on yeah. and a neckerchief. She yeah, was gorgeous. That's right. I remember now. <laughs> yeah, that was a nice shot as well. There you go. Nostalgia and vintage together. <laughs> <laughs> And then you had, in fact, I just remembered something we forgot. I said last week we were going to start all the new podcast with a West End fact, and okay. then I forgot all about it. Mm-hmm. So I'll maybe just do it in my intro. Or I could a look fact. It. Well, I'd need to look one up. 
I'm going to have to look up now, but is that a good idea? You don't know any facts off the top of your head? No. <laughs> well, well, do you know, um, is this a fact? You know, it's the celebration, the bicentenary of the Botanic Gardens. Well, that is a fact, yeah. Mm-hmm. The bicentenary. Yeah. Right, imagine and, that. And um, Alan Richardson, he got commissioned to paint a, um, a paint, do a painting of the Kibble Palace. Right. Is that the one that's in the cafe? It's in the cafe. Right. It's gorgeous. His name's not actually up beside it, saying that it, that he, he did it, but it's very, um, you know, you recognise it. Yeah, I mean, I've been in it. I've seen it. It's nice. It's a lovely, it's done lovely... done a good job. It's a lovely, lovely painting. Yeah. So that's a wee fact. So people are up in the botanics. It's been mobbed lately. Um, yeah. Yeah, I was in it for a very, very short period of time today. Were you? <laughs> <laughs> in the cafe? No, I was in the kibble. Right. What was I doing in the kibble? Well, you weren't going the way on, were you? Walking and sitting in the seat. I wasn't in for any particular reason, I don't think, other than just to did take Did you have your camera? I did have my camera. I'd like to have photographs you took of the um, faded mural. Yeah, that was a good one the other day, aye. That's right. Up in the... One of the streets off the Gaza School of Art. That's What's the name of that area? Garnet Gar- 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 Hill. Garnet Hill. So normally I would walk up that street, go, go past the Gaza School of Art, but you can't do that anymore because it's all closed off. So I go up one up the hill. Dolhousie Street or something? Right. And there's it's quite an interesting street. It's got, uh, it's got a wee temple, I think. Uh, it's like a Church, but it's. I think it must be Muslim. I don't know. I've no. I don't know enough about these things, but it's quite nice. And there's a wee Chinese old people's home, so that's interesting. Uh, and then there's like you could buy. I don't know if it's that street. Further down, you could buy a garden on the left hand side. Mm-hmm. A big kind of public garden. Yeah. Um. I think I've seen that. Is that kind of Chinese too? No, it was Chinese. I mean, maybe it is. Big Chinese community up there. Right, yeah, there is, aye. So it was there that I spotted that wall, took some photographs, and it's an old mural that's faded, but it just looks nice. The colours are lovely. Yeah, the colours are really nice. Mm -hmm. So I took some photographs of that. I must must watch out for it. Yeah, but it's it's interesting because a lot of that stuff, you just don't see it unless you're attentive. And you're only attentive if you've got a camera in your hand and no, you're looking I'm, atten- I'm not attentive. If you're thinking about taking photographs continually, which is me. So yeah, I took some photographs nice. anyway. That was nice. So people can watch out for it, pop in and see Alan's painting. Yeah. Alan, Alan, if, there's stuff up about, about him on the website, Alan's Art. If anybody's interested in... I think I always think the great gifts for people. Um, he's got lots of lovely prints. You know, people that are maybe expats or, um, you know, love Glasgow. All these yeah, and he's got a good things. story. I mean, he's been around for quite a few years and uh, because he's the guy that uh, he works for the... Cleansing department. Cleansing department. So he, his regular job is the is Byers Road, mm-hmm. which is good for him because he knows everybody. So he always... He always mm-hmm. Anything you can pass him, he's chatting to somebody. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm... Try to put him in trouble or anything, but 
She's a some artist. Mm-hmm. And he's also featured in, I don't know, I might have said this before, he's featured in Alistair Gray's um, mural. mural in the Hellhead uh, Underground. Underground, that's right, so yes. It was, it was actually Alistair Gray that first told me about Alistair. Yeah, so he's a local character in his own right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we mentioned Alistair Braidwood's podcast, which is coming up. You're going to meet him for the podcast. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And we're also going to go to a play in Edinburgh called The Pieman Cometh yep. at the Edinburgh Festival. Yep, that's um, been nice. I don't think... We went to the Edinburgh Festival last year. I remember going, but it was something... I think we were going to the book festival or something. I can't remember what, what happened, but we didn't actually get to the event. Do you remember that? I don't know. I can't remember what happened. I remember going through. Anyway, we were going to see The Pieman Cometh. Um, it's on in the the afternoon. It's supposed to be really, really good. You know, it's good, good reviews. So I look forward to that. What is that about um, again? Me. It's a it's a sort of comedy. It's about football, but it's not. You, you know, you don't need to be a big football fan. Although I am a big football fan, so not <laughs> that'll be okay. I've been enjoying the 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 World Cup. Actually, um, today I also went into Nancy Smiley. Jewelry studio when I was along at Kelvin Page oh, right. because it's their tenth birthday. Right, imagine it's, that. It's been there for ten years, so um, I, I I pop in pretty regularly. Um, Jenna Miller is the resident jeweller in there, and she's dead dead talented. But um, when I went in today, um, Jenna wasn't in, so it was Yoshino that I spoke to. Um, she's a Japanese woman lovely woman who also works there. So we had a wee chat about the Japan and Belgium game. Oh, right, right. Because the, the yeah, Japan, she must have been heartbroken. She, she, I know, I know. They were doing so well. Yeah, right? well, it's funny because when I came in, remember it was on the telly, and I came in and Japan were playing so well. And I, and I said, oh, I think Japan's going to win this. And they did, you know, they were... I don't know what the three one up at some point. Two, I can't remember. Two, I think they were two nil up. Two nil up at one point. And I still thought they were going to win, but sadly they were so small beside the Belgians, weren't they? The Belgians were just. Was it a last minute goal? Was it? Or was it penalties? I think it was a last minute goal, wasn't it? It was an injury time. Goal. I think that's right. I've lost the plot of what's happened here. Yeah. Um, although I'm absolutely fed up with these penalties, I hope no more of them get into extra time. It takes. Far too much out of you. Yeah, you're born out by the time you get there. <coughs> anyway, I walked, I wanted Mexico to win, so that John Donald Trump would have been absolutely fed up. So they're they're out. Yeah, no, that'd be good. Okay, what else we got? Tide Lines Book Festival, Urban. Is this something? Yeah, I'm just to? I've just put that um this up um, just came across it actually on Twitter. I didn't know about it. I maybe I've got in touch with them beforehand to see about um, 10 writers. It's a um, book festival, it's on in Irvine. It's not on um, for a couple of months yet, but it looks absolutely fantastic. Um, Graeme um, Burnett is in it. Um, There's the launch of Douglas Skelton's book. Janice Galloway is in it. The, the, it looks really, really um, super. Um, so maybe get into that. There's something for people to put in their diary if you don't know what the dates are. Well, 
It's on the website. I can't okay. couldn't tell you off the top of my head what date it was. Okay, and we've what got date it is, but I think it's September. Right, okay. And uh, we've also got Pride Glasgow coming Aye, up. that's coming up this weekend. So it's in um, Kelvin Grove. So I think the weather forecast, I think it's going to be a few days of rain, but I think it's to be better again at the weekend. So hopefully it'll be nice for, for um, Pride because it's so, be so vibrant. Yeah. I mean, Glasgow's actually got quite a good history, isn't it, of supporting... Uh, what do they call it these days? LGBT plus? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I suppose Glasgow, I mean, definitely Scottish government. Scottish government, yeah. Um, I, yeah. So that should be, that should be, um, that should be fun. Um, and then, um, celebrating 80 years of the Beano. Yeah. National Library of Scotland, Kelvin Hall. That will be a smashing event. Um, I mean, it'd be good for kids as well as as adults. So that's um, 28th of July. on the twenty eighth of July, and so that I mean, I, I think still a lot of people have not been into the, the Kelvin Hall since it was, um, you know, reopened, refurbished. It refurbished. I mean, it's so so different, but there's lots going on down there in that National Library of Scotland. It's really, it's absolutely terrific. I mean, all the archive. I don't film, think I've been in it. If you know it, you'll love it. Right. I've been in quite a few times. The um, you can you can go in and sit and look at all this archival um, film, right? And it covers a whole lot of different topics. It's really really interesting. And then it's got a lot of stuff down there from um, the Hunterian on display. Yeah, I've seen that. You we know. happened down, Jim. We went, remember when it was the Charles Henry Macintosh? Oh, we've seen these original plans. Sure, yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, we, were, we, were invited, we were invited to that. That's because, right. remember what happened when we went, and um, we went to the reception, and we told them what we were there for, and somebody took us, and they took us, and, and we went into this room, and there was a lecture going on. Well, that's right, we went in the wrong place. So, so we had to, so, and I mean, we couldn't walk out in the middle of the lecture. No, so we had to sit for ages, <laughs> listen to this lecture about... Um, running galleries. Running things. galleries and whatnot, because mm. I remember from come out... Running museums. <laughs> we learned how to run a museum. Museum workers and gallery workers, because I remember when we come out, I said to you, if I had been doing that, I would have done it a bit differently. Mm. <laughs> yes, so that was me an expert on, on galleries. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and the, so the event was in, in the upstairs. I remember now, yeah. So it's very spacious, and um, but you should get into the. Um, they've got all the gym stuff, of course. Yeah, I think that's what mainly what people see when they look from the outside. I think that's what the, a lot of people think that's all that's there. Yeah. But the National Library um, for Scotland. Is based in there, and it's a terrific space, and is you feel comfortable kind of browsing. Yeah, I need to have a look for it. Well, I mean, I know I've been in it, but you just go along to the very end of the corridor. Yeah, the very end, no downstairs. Oh, downstairs. It's on the ground floor right. at the very end of the corridor. Right, okay, I'll definitely go in. Okay, last couple of things. You mentioned the store interiors, the yeah, place. Yeah, it was just I wanted to mention that because. I often think that a lot of people don't know about it because it's not really like 
it's a wee bit. Of it's the not. Way. It's, it's. It's not. You wouldn't necessarily pass it by. It's Monroe Place in Nannisland. Yeah. Store interiors, but it's it's a great place to it's go enormous. because it's so big. And it's full of stuff. Full of interesting stuff. It's got lovely, lovely things. Lovely clocks and it's um art. A lot of art yeah. and lamps and um, it's it's a great place for people to go and have a browse if they're looking for um, new furniture. Yeah. Something for the house. I think something for the house. And they've got pretty good sales on as well. So they're online. The store interiors, you can get them on online. Okay. And then you're off to oh, yeah, Ireland. I'm going to Ireland. For a bit. Where are I'm you going? going to for a few days. I'm going on the 17th. That's next Tuesday. So um, I'm looking forward to going to see my relatives. And um, it wasn't planned, but I just... So I mean, a space that I could pop over for a few days, but as it happens while I'll be there, um, one of my cousins is coming home from Sydney, another one from San Francisco, and there's a new baby in the family in London, so I'll meet the new baby as well. Good. <laughs> You'll enjoy that. I will. Okay, just a one, one or two. Well, one thing I can think of that I should maybe mention is that. I've been trying to get a, a podcast with Clooney Strachan for a while. You know Clooney? He's a classical composer. Oh, right. And he does yes. a lot of uh-huh. music for film and stuff like that and uh, programmes on the telly. He knows uh, Malcolm... What's his surname, Malcolm? I can't remember. There's another guy who does similar kind of things. Uh, but Clooney's been doing... He's, he's, he's a composer, but he's been recently doing work with the RSE, which is the Royal Scottish Academy. The, well, uh, is that right? Royal Scottish... The RSE? I don't know. What is that? Aye, Royal Scottish Academy. Academy for... Is it of art? Uh, no, uh, it must be because he did an event at the Royal Scottish Academy annual exhibition through in Edinburgh. Right. And, uh, it was called Boundaries. It's a new piece for violin and sound score. So I've known him for, I don't know how many years, four or five years. Mm-hmm. Right? Yonks. Uh, and I've heard quite a lot of his music. It's very avant-garde. So, I mean, I like it. I think it's great. I think he's a really talented man. But he's a character. <laughs> and I think he'd be worth it. So can you see you've been trying to get in touch with him? No, he, he pops into the cafe where I sit and do work. Quite, not, not so much lately, but he used to pop in a lot. And then the last time he popped in, which was probably about three or four weeks ago. Did you mention it to him? Well, he was telling me about his exhibition. He was telling me about his event, stuff like that. And that he was doing more with the more kind of mainstream funding organisations mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And people were starting to notice, notice him. Uh, Mm-hmm. So good. I said to him, well, it'd be quite good to get you in to do an interview yeah, on the podcast. Yeah, that'd be good. I mean, it's quite... Um, he'd be perfect, but it's quite um, strange, the, the cafe. There are actually quite a few people that you've made friends with yeah. in the cafe that you could interview. That's true. Uh, who are you thinking of? Well, I'm thinking <laughs> of Brian. Oh, right, right, of course, I. Mm-hmm. Right enough. Uh, because he's... Uh, he's a gold trader. The gold trader, arch- right. the architect. He's an architect, that's right. 
And Tai Chi experts. And a Tai Chi expert. So yeah. Brian is certainly very interesting. Yeah. And then, what about the guy? Um, oh God, I wish I could remember. There's quite a lot of musicians. The young guy, yeah. the young guy that did so well, has done so well with his music. Oh, Duncan, who uh-huh. won the. Well, he didn't win it. He was a runner in the. Uh, what's that music prize called? One that Franz Ferdinand also won. I can't remember the name. I don't know. But anyway, know. but I've not seen him for ages, so uh, I know he's on Facebook and I know I've got his got his email address, but uh, maybe it's not in the West End so much. I don't know if he's Another person I was thinking of, um uh, I'll get in touch with that would be quite good for the podcast is Luca Manning. Oh yeah, that'd be a good idea. Because Luca won the yeah. um the young jazz musician and um you know I, I always remember yeah. it, it plays it plays sometimes in Glasgow, um and it was certainly on at the Jazz Festival. Uh-huh. I think there's a place new place, I think it's called the Blue Arrow in Sucky Hall Street. I maybe not got that name right. But that seems to be um, doing a lot of jazz. But um I, when we stayed in Glasgow Street and, and he, he was a wee boy. Yeah, he was a wee boy at that point, yeah, that's right. And he used to come into the house um, and I would say, Are you going to sing, Luca? And he would just belt out all these numbers, all these big, um, right. you know, music hall numbers. And it was about six. Yeah. And it was amazing. And now he's, um, he's doing so well. He's a brilliant singer. He's won some big prize recently or something. He, he, he was a newcomer, new of the jazz... I don't know. I don't know. I mean, no, no, I'm in touch with him. All right, um, well, maybe yeah. ask him. And I will says. ask him. Um, and, um, but I think he's studying at, um, music in London. Mm-hmm. I know he's definitely up sometimes. And I thought it'd be nice to have somebody younger. Yeah, that's younger. right. And also, uh, Marion Cohen. Yeah. Who's the props person at the. Uh, Head of head of props head of Scottish Opera. Scottish Opera, and uh, is my cousin. Mm-hmm. So I mentioned to her uh, about coming on the podcast, and she's she's up for it. So just need to arrange a, mm-hmm. a date. Yeah. So we've got a few good folk in the pipeline. That I think people will find interesting. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, no end. There's no <laughs> end to interesting people <laughs> in the West End. That's true. I sometimes meet interesting people on the bus. Right. <laughs> Let's get your phone and say I'll do a podcast. <laughs> Can interview you. Yeah. I'll wait till you get your fare. <laughs> okay, I think that's us. Is there anything else that we should mention? Other than to say thanks to the folk that are listening. I think, I can't remember the last time. I know that there's there's a lot of people download it from the Podbean thing, but there's also a lot of people listen to it through iTunes and all sorts mm-hmm. of other things. And the last time I looked, I think there was something like 19,000. Mm-hmm. There's been 19,000 people mm-hmm. who had listened. Including a big group of fans in Maryland. Including the people in Maryland uh, in the USA. The state of Maryland is, were very popular there, apparently. Uh, according to the stats, there's a spike there. So I mentioned them on the podcast uh, last Thursday. Mm-hmm. And, uh, thanked them. I sort of want to get in touch. Maybe just one person that's listening all day, but <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Over and over, I know what they're doing. They're trying to cultivate a Scottish accent. Yeah, that could be it. That could be it. Somebody did get in touch with me um, and to say to me, um, oh, it was so nice hearing a Scottish accent. <laughs> right, okay. That's so, good. That's good. Okay, well, thank you, Pat. 
Thank you, Jim. And thanks for all our listeners. Thank you all, our listeners. <laughs> and thus ends another episode of Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End Chat. That was a particularly cosy one, I thought, uh, and absolutely jam-packed full of information. Hope you enjoyed that. As I said earlier, uh, get in touch if you've got any questions, and please subscribe if you haven't. And if you don't mind, tell somebody about the podcast. Tell your pal. Tell them you've been listening to this great podcast and they should subscribe. It's called Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End Chat. They have a mixture of interviews and then they give the West End, well, not really news because it's just what Pat's been up to. Okay, so catch you next time. Bye.